Today on the John Ankerberg Show, we will take you to Nigeria, Africa, a nation of over 200 million people speaking 500 different languages. In fact, one out of every six people in Africa are Nigerians. 100 million people in South Nigeria are Christians, but in the North, 100 million Nigerians are Muslims who belong to one of three groups. One is Al-Qaeda, founded by the late Osama bin Laden. The second is Boko Haram, whose goal is to establish an Islamic state in Nigeria and institute Sharia law. And finally, the Fulani Muslims, who between 2006 and 2014 killed over 11,500 Christians and destroyed 13,000 churches in the north. Yet Christians in the south have dedicated themselves to reaching Muslims in the north with the gospel by letting them hear the words of Jesus on an audio Bible in their own language. My guest today who will report on what is happening in Nigeria is Morgan Jackson, director of Faith Comes By Hearing. We invite you to join us for this very important edition of the John Ankerberg Show. Welcome to our program. I'm John Ankerberg, and my guest today is Morgan Jackson. And we're going to be taking you to the important country of Nigeria, Africa. Do you know that in Africa, one out of every six people in Africa are from Nigeria? So it's a huge country of 200 million people. They have another problem. They have 500 different languages that this one country speaks. So when Jesus says, go into all the world, preach the gospel, and bring the gospel to every creature, you say, how can you do that? Now, the reason that we're in partnership with this man over here, Morgan Jackson, the director of Faith Comes By Hearing, he's working with over a million churches overseas that are national churches. The reason he works with nationals is because Westerners and Europeans and other people from the Orient, you can't go in there. You have to be the same race, almost of the same tribes, to go into some of these places. Now, you heard in our introduction, the fact is in the North, you've got 100 million people and you've got three groups and two of them, maybe three of them, are really a tough crowd. Down in the South, you've got 100 million Christians. Not all of them are the kind of Christians, when you say the word Christian, that the Bible defines, and we'll talk about that. But one of the most valuable tools that I believe is in existence right now for God to use in both the North and the South is what is called an audio proclaimer. Now, I know some of you are just joining us. We've got eight stations that are brand new that are coming in. You're saying, what's this all about? It's about bringing the gospel to people that have never heard it or don't even have it in their language. You say, what do you mean they don't have it and they've never heard it? There's 7,140 languages in the world. How many of them do you think have no Bible? When we first started doing this, there were 4,000 languages in the world that did not have a Bible in their language. So how do you get the gospel out? That's where this man comes in. He works with the translators, but the translators found out they had a problem. They could work 38 years in just translating one language. They got it done and they would print it in a book and they would give it to the people. But 70, 80, 90% of these people were illiterate. They couldn't even read their own 
language. So now what do you do? That's where they came to this man. And when I heard what he was doing, I thought, this is absolutely unique, so I want to partner with him. I want to help him. And for the people that are just joining us for the very first time and have no idea what an audio Bible is and what we're going to talk about, what the results are from this, I'd like you to take out an audio proclaimer, an audio Bible, same thing. And this is a, a little machine that these fellows have invented themselves. And uh, tell them what an audio proclaimer does, and then let's start to tell the stories of how God has used this. Well, John, when you have 500 languages in Nigeria, the fortunate thing is the Bible Society, Wycliffe, and other translation organizations have for hundreds of years been working on doing translations in many of the major and minor languages. So what Faith Comes by Hearing does is we have teams in Nigeria, Nigerians, who are equipped with equipment. They'll go out into a village or a community, a new language, convert a mud hut into a studio. They'll take 25 voices. They will then do a 180-voice drama. We'll add music and sound effects. It's word for word, the New Testament. When it's complete, though, you're dealing with communities throughout Nigeria. None of them have electricity. They don't have power. And so they don't have TV. They don't have any of those kind of things because it's just not there. So this proclaimer drinks the sun, and they love it because there's no cost. The batteries recharge 3,000 times. So 10 years from now, you'll still be using it. You can hear the whole New Testament a thousand times. If by chance, which is rare, you don't have the sun, crank it for 10 minutes, it'll charge it. You can hear it for 40. Now this is loud enough that a thousand people can hear. And that's important because when you bring scripture into a village in the language of the people and they have never heard scripture in their language, the whole village will come together. Yeah, let me say something right here is that when we fly over Africa, if you come out of, the, say, the capital city in Nigeria, and then you fly a little bit, all of a sudden, all the lights down below in the city disappear. There's no lights. Why? Because you have all of these villages outside of the main cities that are communal. And communal means that at the end of the day, these people do everything together. They work in the fields together. They build houses together. They, at night, sit down maybe around a fire, or if it's too hot, they just sit there and, and let the breeze go by, but they're all talking together. So they talk about everything. So this is terrific little machine because you can bring it in. And I tested this thing out because I didn't believe you when you said that little machine could actually clearly talk to a thousand people. And I went back when I went to your office in Albuquerque, New Mexico, and the fact is, I went way out in the parking lot and I thought there's no way anybody can talk. You couldn't, you couldn't yell at me. You turn that thing on and I could hear the words of Scripture clearly. Now you can tune it to wherever the crowd is. So yep. it can be from 1,000 all the way to 500 to 200 to 100 to 50, all right? And I'm just saying that's amazing. Yeah, the, what we do is we work through partners in Nigeria, so national partners, church planning partners, denominations. And, and the first thing we do is we go to the existing church, because what most people don't understand is 50%, 65% of Africa is functionally illiterate. And in Nigeria, education is in English. But that's not the language of the people. The language of the people is Yoruba, Hausa, other languages. Their languages are tonal, so even if they have a Bible in their language, they can't read it with understanding. 
So what happens is they have this faith in Christ, they've raised their hands, they go to church, but on Monday and Tuesday, they're worshiping other gods. We recently, in the Yoruba area, uh, a proclaimer was brought to the church. The chief elder, 75-year-old man, was found to have for 50 years, knowingly, in the church, been the chief priest of the God of Iron. So on Sunday, he's in church. The rest of the week, he's leading the worship to the God of Iron. He had never heard the Bible in his language, couldn't read, was illiterate. Proclaimer comes in, he's hearing Scripture for the first time in Yoruba. The first day he hears it, he hears the Sermon on the Mount, where Jesus says, you cannot serve two masters. You will either love the one and hate the other. You can't do it. And he knew immediately the Holy Spirit. Now, what happens is I, there's this umbilical thing that happens. When you hear the Word of God in your own language, what people say is we have no resistance against it. It comes into us and captures us before we can reject it. And once it's inside us, it keeps ringing and the Holy Spirit keeps. And so finally he came after a couple days, repented, brought out all the idols, burned them, and then publicly denounced the God of iron in that area. And, and of course this whole community, the church, completely then transformed. In the Old Testament, they had one copy of the book of the law. All of the people were illiterate. So the only way they could access Scripture is one person would read it to everybody. So the command was every seven years, the whole nation was to assemble in Deuteronomy 31 and here. The greatest revivals of Jewish history, Josiah, Nehemiah with Ezra, was when the Word of God was brought and the whole nation gathered here. So what we do is we come into a village, come to a church, and we say, we will give you this proclaimer if you will gather people at least once a week for 30 minutes to listen and then allow a time of conversation, not preaching, where people will ask questions about what they've heard. Now what's happened is because these proclaimers are so effective in Nigeria, the South has a missionary heart immediately for the North. You've got 15,000 churches that have been burned, hundreds of thousands of people that are displaced. And in the North, because of the Boko Haram, it's anti-West, anti-education. Yeah. Tell the folks who Boko Haram is and actually define the three groups. You got Al-Qaeda, you got Boko Haram, and you got the Fulani. Right. And this proclaimer is again terrific for these folks in reaching them for Christ. And they become great evangelists in spreading the word once they are reached. Now, their religion is in Arabic, but none of them speak Arabic. Uh, they speak Hausa. Uh, for Fulani, all of the different Canary, and we have recorded those languages. That's amazing because you've got all the tough languages, you know, all of these languages that we talked about, you've already recorded them before this is, needs to happen going up into the north. Yeah, I've had Fulani say, if you can put a church on a camel, that, because they're herders. So the Fulani are herders, so they move from wherever the rains are, so they'll be up north. But when the rain stopped, they come into the south and they come into these kind of villages. So they're always moving. They're That's going right. from north to south simply because it, when it stops raining, the grass dries up, their animals go hungry, so they got to go where it is. So they, they're traveling all the time. That's where this guy said, you put it on a camel, I'll come to that church. That's exactly what the Fulani do. Mm -hmm. Tell them how they do it. So what happens is, is we find the man or woman of peace. And so in these communities, people are interrelated, intermarried. And so people are coming to faith in Christ in the Hausa community. So a proclaimer can carry four languages. So we'll have Pidgin English, 
Hausa, uh, Fulani, and the local language. They find the man or woman of peace. What is a man or woman of peace? It's a person that's opened here. Now, generally what happens is if it's in these communities, they find the most radical person or the scholar because those people actually know their sin and they know that there's no forgiveness. They know there's final day judgment. They know there's one God, but they are failing. And so there's this, they carry a weight of guilt and anger. And they also know their holy scriptures, some, but they don't speak Arabic. They don't understand Arabic. So there's this frustration. So when you come to them, because they're the leader, they can gather the whole community and often will to hear. When you hear the genealogy in Matthew, it goes all the way back to Abraham, and it comes forward to Jesus. It establishes Jesus' authority to speak. There's no Christian in the community. There's no book. You bring a book, it's Western, it's immediately going to get you killed. But this device, everybody wants to know what's on it. And the minute they hear it, it captures the heart. And again, it's umbilical. It enters their soul and it cuts to the heart. And before they can do anything, they're done. At night, the Word of God is resonating in their heart. So one of these communities, there was a man and a woman, married, no work, borrowing money, going to the gods. And even in these communities, the traditional religions are just a veneer over the, the normal idol worship. So they were offering sacrifice after sacrifice because they had no children. And so they were offering sacrifice to the god and goddesses, no children, deeply in debt. So the man, one of the church planters comes, plays the audio Bible for him. As he starts to share the gospel, the man just got angry and stomped off. But the woman was interested. She was the woman of peace. Left the proclaimer. Well, now he's gone. The man wants to hear. And of course, people are sitting outside their huts. When we talk about somebody's home, it's not that they go in their home. They go in their hut. And people don't stay there. It's dark. It's hot. So they're outside. Everybody else starts hearing, they start gathering, they start listening, they start discussing. Now, when he had come the first time, people were insulting him and, and giving him trouble. Well, by the time he came back a week later, the hearing of the Word of God had so transformed them that they then were asking him to explain what they were hearing. And eventually, a church now is planted in that village with this man and woman. But the reason was they started listening. She heard the woman with the issue of blood. He heard Matthew where Jesus says, Ask and you shall receive. Knock and the door will open. Seek and you will find. And so they together accepted Jesus and began to have faith and began to plead with God for a child. And she was immediately pregnant. Well, the whole family had been doing all these sacrifices and offerings with no hope. They'd been in debt. The other thing is they asked for work. And both of them got work. Now, 70% unemployment in these areas they both got jobs. Now they are no longer borrowing, they have paid all their debt, and they are loaning to the community. So everybody is seeing the testimony of this miracle of a child, the miracle of work, and so they are coming to faith in Christ as they hear the Word of God. And so that's that process. And so from this community, the same thing happens. These have relationships. Their parents live in another village. They're watching this whole thing. They're hearing the story and they're asking, can you bring the proclaimer to our village? So that one proclaimer is used in five different communities. Now, one of the ones that I really enjoyed was I was talking to a, a new church that was planted. And when the guy went, he talked about, you know, he's going into an idol worshiping community. They have a celebration to the ancestral gods. 
the village song is to the ancestral spirits. I mean, he's walking into the hardest area. Right. But we had just recorded the scriptures in that language. So he brings the audio Bible and it just does its miracle. It just starts reaching people. And I was talking to an old man and he was talking about how the Word of God had called the people to faith. And I said, well, is there a certain scripture that's really important in your community? He said, oh, he says, it's when the blind men cried out to Jesus, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. He said, when we heard that and Jesus healed them, and then we heard the story of the man who was 38 years crippled at the pool of Bethesda. It just called out into us that Jesus heard us. He spoke our language. And he said, so people who are in need of healing or people who are in need of finances or food now call out to Jesus that way. Jesus, son of David, have mercy on us. And they call over and over and again. And he said, we just have testimony after testimony after testimony of people when they call out to Jesus, the son of David, are healed, they're delivered, they're provided for. And Jesus Christ is in our community. Yeah, now. let me say something this. A lot of Christians, if you're watching, this is the first time you've heard this. You might have heard that a lot of folks have given up on the Middle East and North Africa and some of the stand countries. But there seems to be a move of God and this is part of it. The Word of God can do its own work because number one, it's in yeah. the language of the people. This is an incredible invention. It's an incredible, a lot of work to do this. But you've got all three groups up in the north that are tough to reach. The Christians in the south have dedicated themselves to reaching this group up here and they're bringing them the audio proclaimer. And if they can just bring it in to a family member or a, a family relationship up there, they leave it with them and they go back to the South. And some of them get killed for bringing it up into those areas. But the fact is God is using this in a great, great way. And how many more of these do we need? Because this is not just a small movement of God in Nigeria. A lot of stuff is happening that we're not telling the folks right now, but how many of these do we need that the Christians themselves are saying, please send us this. Now, we have to pay for these audio proclaimers and then they're shipped and then they're given away free to these people over there. 14,800,000 people are in listening yeah, groups as a result of you folks that have been listening to this through the last uh, years of time and I'm just amazed at what God's doing with what you have done. How many does a proclaimer reach when they actually give it to some of these people that have never heard the gospel before, are not Christians, but they're curious of what's on the box? How many people well, does it reach? On average, 90 people will be discipled. 45 of those will be Christians like this high priest to the God of iron who come then to real faith, and 45 are brand new believers, and it usually will start four listening groups. Now in Nigeria, I've been in listening groups of 5,000, where they have a generator out back, a microphone in front, so whole communities gather. And it, the same kind of thing is happening in northern Nigeria with dreams. One of the ladies was talking to me about how a woman of the opposite faith was angry and violent to any Christian witness, but had a dream, came to her, 
she's illiterate, was given a proclaimer in her language, Hausa, but they have Fuani on it, which was her husband language. And that woman then came to faith through listening to it in the privacy of her home. But then she's able, because she's a woman, to go home by home by home to all of the women, telling them, just like the Samaritan woman at the well, listen to a man that has told me. Tell them about the dream. Tell them about their opposition to Christians. But listen to what Jesus is saying. So this tool allows illiterate women and men to become missionaries. And we're able now to take those same workers who were rejected before, don't have education. But right now, how many are the works? Christians 5, asking? 5,000 plus is what we need in right. Nigeria alone. Because that's how many, there are lots of Christians there, and they're very brave, and they're terrific people. And they're saying all the time, they're pleading with us, please send us more proclaimers. We will bring it in. And so we're asking for your help in doing this. And we can also, we try to give you reports to the, re, to the folks that we can report on. We tell you what your audio Bible that you've provided is doing. Sometimes we tell you what area it's going into and say, before it even gets there, please start praying for the people it's going to get to. Thanks to our donors, they've given enough money for us to provide 14,800,000 people are in listening right. groups in uh, countries all around the world. We're hoping to go over 16 million this year Amen. because we want to reach these people that are open to listening to the Word of God in their own language for the first time. And I'm asking for your help on that. Now, please stay tuned because i got a personal word for you in just a moment. Stay tuned. John will be right back. Now, folks, thanks for joining me today. As you just heard, there are 100 million Christian people in South Nigeria and 100 million people in the North who need to hear the words of Jesus in the Bible in their own language. And now the major languages of those in the North have been recorded on audio Bibles and the national churches in the South in Nigeria are requesting that we provide them 5,000 audio proclaimers so that they can bring the Word of God to their own people, the 100 million Muslims in the North. Would you help them provide the audio Bibles that they need? Today we have two very generous donors who care so much about reaching the 100 million Christian people in South Nigeria and 100 million people in the North that they have both promised to match every audio Bible that you give today. This is a special day. Now, here's how it will work. If you give a gift of $500 for one audio proclaimer, a special donor will match your gift by adding one more audio proclaimer for a total of two audio proclaimers. Then another special donor will add one more audio Bible to your gift, making it a total of three audio proclaimers. So your gift of $500 for just one proclaimer matched by both donors will mean you'll actually be giving a total of three audio proclaimers. Now, if you give a gift of $1,000 for just two audio proclaimers, your gift will be matched by our two special donors and you'll be giving six audio proclaimers. And if you give a gift of $2,000 for four audio proclaimers, listen to this, your gift will be matched by both donors and you'll be giving 12 audio proclaimers. And then if you wish to give a larger number of audio Bibles, 
Listen, folks, whatever size gift you give today's special, each proclaimer you give will also be matched by our two special donors. Now, because of your gifts, there are over 14 million people in listening groups in 46 different nations listening to audio Bibles each week in 253 different languages. And about five and a half million of these people have invited Jesus to come into their lives. That's because of your gifts. Maybe today you can give a gift of just $30 for one micro SD card. If so, your gift will be matched by both of our donors and you can provide three micro SD cards for people who can insert them into any cell phone, even if they are not connected to the internet. And it will immediately let them hear the whole New Testament in their own language, and they can also watch the Jesus film. If you give a gift of just $60, your gift will be matched by both donors, and you can provide six micro SD cards for their cell phones. And then third, if you provide one micro SD card and one Bible stick for a gift of $100, your gift is important. It'll be matched by both donors and you will provide three micro SD cards and three Bible sticks. Now, what are Bible sticks? They are personal digital players that are battery powered and come loaded with an audio Bible and earphones so that people can listen to the Bible privately. If you live in America, please call us at 1-800-805-3030. That's 1-800-805-3030. You may call that same number any day this week, 24 hours a day, or you may give your gift at our website right now at jashow.org, where we have a very secure place for you to give your gift. That's jashow.org. Org. Then, if you live in Canada, please call us at 1-866-746-5803. That's 1-866-746-5803. Or you may give your gift at our Canadian website at jashow.ca. That's jashow.ca. And when we receive your gift, we will send you a receipt and a personal thank you. Then folks, our outreach into other countries is growing so fast. As a 100% viewer funded ministry, your non-restricted gift supports the production of a number of ministry programs and purposes, including among them, the broadcasting and expansion of the airing and production of the John Ankerberg Show in the United States and international markets. The John Ankerberg Show, thanks to you, now broadcasts to potentially 4.5 billion viewers in more than 200 countries and territories. God is opening doors and getting His Word out. And I know the Lord will appreciate your help very much.